So does your career energize you with life or does it drain you? Recent Gallup polls show that a whopping 70% of us feel disengaged in the workplace. There's just gotta be a better way. Welcome to our authentic careers where it is my job to uncover the ideas and strategies that can help you become better aligned with your career. I'm your host, Gert Sabar, and I interview people like you and me about the twists and turns in their career paths so that we can all achieve greater clarity, meaning, and fulfillment in ours. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Our Authentic Careers. Today, I present you another edition of the Career Tracks segment. Again, those mini-sodes meant to showcase some of the ideas and learnings I'm picking up along the way from all the great conversations I've been having with my amazingly open-hearted guests. And on this week's podcast, I'm jumping back into some of the nuggets that my 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th guests uncovered for us. And we'll be playing some of their words back to you in the hopes that in some way you might hear them slightly differently than before. And find them even more useful. And I'd like to start by focusing your attention today on the concept of knowing, or rather the various bits of knowings that we have about our respective careers along the way. I want you to get a sense of what those knowings sound like. And to get us started, I'm gonna dial up Adriana A.G. Bivilacqua at that moment in time when her colleagues and managers saw something in her that she hadn't quite recognized for herself. They saw her next career move. It, it, it was like, a, oh, yeah, you're, it was kind of like a you're right kind of moment. Um, yeah. It was, it was sort of, I guess, validating in some ways. I mean, it was maybe somewhere in the back of my head, I was like, this is really what I'm good at. And I do believe if you do what you are good at, you will be a success. You know, yeah. um, if you wanted to find success as you know, doing what you want career wise. I do think you, people say follow just like your passion. I think it's like you kind of have to follow your own talent. Not too dissimilarly, listen as Jamie Schwartz Cohen attaches to her superpower, being a resource for everyone around her. I guess I've never really articulated that, but I guess just throughout the course of yeah. our conversation, that that is usually um, the role that I like to play in, in all aspects. And one interesting fun fact is that I have this a crazy memory, and this is something that I'm known for. Like my high school friends, like will call me to ask a question, like randomly about like stuff that happened, like you know, twenty twenty five years ago, and like like it, I just like have this weird way to file things in my brain, and sometimes it even I even scare myself. Um, so you know, and, and so it, and through that sense, I'm able to like remember and connect. You know, if somebody asks. A question about something, I just kind of, you know, always have an answer or a person to connect them with. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I guess I am that resource, you know, through so many different lenses. Jamie also reminds us of something important that usually happens when we're truly doing our thing. We get this internal urge to amplify our work. When I worked in a hospital, it, it's very rewarding to work one-on-one with a patient and to work with them and on their individual goals and you know matching it to their individual lifestyle. That is very rewarding. But for me, what I started to realize as I entered the more 
corporate world um, was the impact that I could have on such a larger scale. Yep. A lot of my role, the work that I do is to empower and arm other health professionals with tools and resources um, so that they could share with their patients, clients, followers. Um, and so that's definitely a role that I enjoy because I'm able to take my own perspective and apply it to, you know, what the, the health professional um, would most likely need and be interested in. And then I kind of see the impact that that has and the amplification of it, yep. them sharing it. Um, so it's just reaching so many more people um, through my work. I also loved the various knowings that Allison Downey has had about the role our jobs and careers should and should not play in our lives. The first is a caution about this idea of turning our passions into our jobs. I tried to turn my passion into my job a few times, that I did it um, going to work at Random House, that my passion was books. And by the end of the time that I was at Random House, I didn't read for pleasure. And I had that, you know, 8 p.m. moment with the Coke fields. And then I was really passionate about politics. And I tried to turn that into my career. And by the, by the end, you know, the idea of going to a grassroots rally or, you know, following the political news was so, so unpleasant to me. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if through that, I said, you know, I want to find something that I'm good at. And it's going to make me money so I can do the things that I'm passionate about in the time that I'm not working. Yeah. So is that is that the ultimate lesson from that sort of making passion your work equation? Well, I think so. But then I, you know, I wound up proving myself wrong again uh -huh. when, I, when I went into Wall Street and hated everything that I was doing on a day to day basis and was in this toxic culture that was completely unfriendly to women and had this awful experience of pregnancy discrimination and like all of the bad things happened while I was working on Wall Street. And I had to, I had to reevaluate the fact that I had reevaluated the thing about passion. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I think, I think what it comes down to actually is probably most important is surrounding yourself with people you admire and respect and working with people that you admire, admire and respect. And that was one of the things that really was missing for me on wall street that I, I looked around and I didn't see very much creativity and I didn't see passion from anyone. Um, and you know, you don't have to, I don't think you have to, um, you know, feel that, that the exact work of your day-to-day -day job or the mission of your day-to-day -day job has to be something that is tied to a direct, you know, avocational interest of yours. Yep. But I think you, you do need to have, um, you do need to have some passion for the work that you're doing. And the second is about the very important difference of working for a cause-related organization versus the actual work that you might be doing within that organization. So I have lost sight of that, um, you know, that sense of doing something meaningful at various different points in my career. Yeah. And interestingly, those were the times that I was least happy in my jobs, and I didn't realize it until much later. Um, I would say that my time on Wall Street was the biggest, <laughs> the biggest failure in that sense. Um, but then the first job that I took after my son was born, uh, really, you know, it was the same thing. And I was working in a nonprofit then, so you know, I was I was doing something on a day to day basis that was impactful 
and that it was changing kids' lives and it was helping kids in high poverty areas get better educations. Right. But I didn't feel like the work that I was doing there was meaningful. That I didn't feel like it was moving the needle. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's meaning and, and purposeful work that has an impact on the world. And then there's work that has that where you're actually able to personally have an impact. And they're not one and the same. And lastly, for the multi-passionates among us, I offer you Gosha Ashby, who was very candid about her struggle of being a person of many interests. I always wonder, like, how much are we willing to do for for love of something. Right. And um, I think what was going on with me, I always had, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but multidimensional life. Uh-huh. I had a very active uh, group of friends. I had boyfriends. I had family. I had interest in theater, music, books, things. I had so I, I didn't just focus on one thing. Yeah. I think all those aspects were important to me and just to live my life. I just wasn't, like the idea of discovering how that works very rarely would keep me away from going out and enjoying company of my friends, which I also grew and, and um, you know, was, was part of who I was. Right. So I think it's just, I am very, I am not that type of a person, but I have to tell you because I'm not, I really admire that in people. I, I, I think I would love to have something that I just, I'm so focused and obsessed about it. I can't sleep. Yeah. 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 But at the same time, you know, being a mom now and having still a life, I, I do not want to keep that up, and and I I don't want to. I would never want to take that back to be someone else. So it's it's it's, it's difficult to say. And here's how Ag Bivlaqua has taken to viewing her varied interests. Don't think of all of the different things that you're excited about or interested about as like different paths that they yep. can actually be synthesized into a path. Um, yeah. I think I had a little bit of anxiety around you know, what I'm going to pursue. Is it writing? Is it government? Is it science? You know, is it art? But I really think in marketing, you can have a job where you synthesize a lot of things that you're interested in. And it's actually the synthesis and the connections between those unique things that give you insight, that give you a fresh perspective. So they're not really, you know, similar to life. It's not separate lanes. It really is about kind of a blend of those things that creates like the right alchemy. Um, but I didn't see that at the time. I was like, oh my God, what lane am I going to pick? But you actually don't have to pick a lane, which is sort of refreshing. Um, you can, you could veer into traffic. You can right. you know, swivel between lanes. You can create, you know, one sort of major kind of highway um it doesn't have to be you don't have to compartmentalize yourself you can just be who you are with what you love around you it doesn't have to be like this major choice thank you for tuning into this episode of our authentic careers with me your host gert sabar 
If you like what you just heard, I hope you'll let your family, friends, and colleagues know all about this little podcast. And since it's early days here at the OAC, your rating, and especially your review of the show on iTunes would also be hugely helpful and very much appreciated. If you think you or someone you know would be a great guest, please, 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 please don't hesitate to reach out at ourauthenticcareers.com.